Welcome to Capital Desk. I'm your host, Alexa Tavares. And I'm your co-host, Jeffrey Bradshaw. And this is our first episode of the fall semester. I'm excited to be back in the studio with Mr. Bradshaw. I'm very excited. Ready to knock down some politicians. Uh, one in particular, we're going to start with Ken Paxton today and his indictment. Um, for those of you who do not know who um, Ken Paxton is, Jeffrey's going to do a little bio on him. Okay, so Ken Paxton is our recently elected attorney general. Um, he was elected in 2014, and he became attorney general on January 5th, 2015. Previous to that, he was a member of the Texas Senate from District 8, which is in McKinney, where he's from, from 13, 2013 to 2015. And then before that, he was a member of the Texas House of Representatives from District 70 from 2003 to 2013, and he's a Republican. In terms of his indictment, um, for those of you who haven't been keeping up with the news, he was indicted by a grand jury on August 1st for two counts of first-degree security fraud and one count of third-degree failing to register with the state securities board. And um, the whole the whole irony of this situation is the fact that he is pretty much the, the legal enforcer of the state. He's the attorney general, and here he is being indicted on security fraud. Um, Anyways, though, uh, while he was a member of the Texas House, Paxton encouraged investors to invest in a company called uh, Severage Incorporated from McKinney, and it was misleading them into thinking he was also an investor, when in reality he was getting a commission off the investments. And, (coughs) excuse me, Um, he also failed to register as a representative of an investment investment advisor. Um, He solicited three clients for a friend's investment firm and was a and was paid part of the asset management fees. And these are just, (laughs) they're a little hard to understand, but we're going to go into them a little bit and talk of them a little bit more because I know they're just kind of words right now. Um, But as a House member, he voted in May 2003 to make failing to register with the State Securities Board a (laughs) felony. (laughs) And you can tell why we're laughing. (laughs) Felonies carry carry a sentence of life in prison uh, or five to 99 years, um, for those of you who do not know. Pretty broad. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, again, the whole irony of the situation that Jeffrey and I just really want to emphasize on, like, we cannot stress it enough, is the fact that he is the Attorney General, and here he is being indicted on security fraud charges and i know when i first saw this i think the statesman was the one that i first saw and i got the the breaking news email ken paxton indicted grand jury for security fraud i'm jeffrey what were your initial thoughts when you first saw it well my initial thoughts were i remembered before he got elected i knew that he committed these crimes like this isn't necessarily news just the indictment was Mm -hmm. the news um like, for example, in May of 2014, he was reprimanded by the Texas State Security Board for failing to register, and he was fined $1,000. But the, the great, great people of Texas decided someone who has admitted to a crime is perfect for the top law enforcement so, position in the state. I mean, is this, a, is this a witch hunt? Like, what are we doing here? Well, I guess it is a witch hunt, and it's not a witch hunt. Like, he didn't kill anybody. Mm-hmm. Like, he just made some money, and he broke some laws, but he didn't really just like crime against society which i mean i think is the same for hillary clinton and her whole her whole emails i mean granted she put a bunch of classified stuff yeah in her public email but so far that hasn't really hurt anybody but it's still against the law and that's all that matters yeah and um i know that there's been a lot of talk and a lot of coverage over the court cases and um i know that they his uh his former attorney, because he's been flip-flopping attorneys for a little bit, um, his former attorney, Joe Kendall, 
said, uh, told the press that they did not want, um, well, quote unquote, we want this case tried in the courtroom, not the press. And I got this quote from a Texas Tribune article. And I mean, do you think there's a specific reason why they're not allowing the press in? I think it's just because of his position and the fact that he's such a top official in the Texas government that... But at the same time, shouldn't the people have the right to see this court case? I mean, I've... On a legal basis, I'm not quite sure if it's legal, um, but I I personally think that we should know what's going on. Mm -hmm. Other court cases are open to people, and I know some of them are not just Ken Paxton, but considering he is a big public figure and considering, you know, he is an elected official, I feel like the people who elected him should deserve to know how the court case does go, and there are things that you just can't get to. And (laughs) I think by not letting the press in, that's kind of a sign of guilt because if he wasn't guilty, we Mm -hmm. should know about all the court. Like, I would want everyone to know what's happening if I didn't think he was guilty. Yeah. But, alas. Do you think that he should resign? I do think he should resign. And also, 62% of Texas Republicans think he should resign. So this isn't just Democrats trying to fight back against the Republican-controlled Texas government. It's actually, he broke the law, and a lot of people are pissed off. And I think... Don't necessarily quote me on this, but I think like 53% of this poll of Texas Republicans identified as the Tea Party. So those people would probably be more loyal to him, but they also think that he should resign. Do you think that maybe this issue of fraudulence will maybe be brought up a little bit more? I mean, we have 2016 coming up. I don't think fraudulence is really not even like on it. I haven't heard of anything on any campaign platforms, at least about fraudulence, but maybe do you think this will bring something little bit up maybe will we see some policy changes i mean the legislature just happened so we won't see policy changes for a while but maybe on a small scale or well hopefully i think this should be taken more seriously and by this i mean elected officials that are suspected of breaking the law slash Mm -hmm. got indicted for breaking the law (laughs) um i don't know if there should just be like a removal procedure because those are always really big no matter what the position is but I think that we should talk about letting people hold public office and swear to uphold the law that have broken the law or are being tried in a courtroom for breaking the law and we're waiting on a verdict. But President Nixon didn't wait for an impeachment verdict. Yeah. He resigned, and I think <laughs> Paxton should himself. follow that example. Yeah. Um, I had a follow-up, but um, what happens if he does resign, do you think? Um, I looked it up, and the governor will just appoint another Republican. <laughs> I kind of wish it was an election, but I'm not going to try to argue against that yeah. law. I just, I didn't vote for him, so I want someone else. I think this this whole situation brings up the point where we can discuss, like, what sort of standards we hold our elected officials to. I also think that's important to remember besides the whole irony of the situation because elected officials especially in light of 2016 where we have a reality TV star yeah. in the in the bid right now <laughs> which is a bit ridiculous but nonetheless we have a reality TV star and i don't think that some americans i don't know if it's that they want to they don't want to hold politicians to a higher standard or maybe they're a bit reluctant because they want to think that politicians are you know for the people by the people they're elected by the people but at the same time, you do have a public image. Mm-hmm. And 
it's important that that public image is maintained. And if you're going into public office, that's something you have to consider. And I don't think a lot of candidates do. No. And once they get there, they realize, well, you know, actually, I have to <laughs> tidy up a little bit. It's, I mean, it's the same thing with a lot of it's just professionalism mm -hmm. in general. And I think in light of 2016 with Donald Trump running around doing what Donald does best, I think that's important to remember that politicians should, and not just politicians, just people of power they should hold themselves to a bit of a higher standard and i know that there's a, it's a bit twofold because i mean you have president obama going on shows like he's in night show night shows and doing things a little bit differently that hasn't been done before in any buzzfeed videos yeah <laughs> like but at the same i think that's a little different mm -hmm. would you i mean would you agree with that or i would agree with that i personally hold the president to a very high standard and I don't like him going on those things but I don't have an argument against it except for the classiness of the president mm -hmm. that the president should be more accessible no matter what yeah. and I think people should look at not just the policy that candidates are for not just the R or the D next to the name they should no, look at sure. the person yeah. because yeah you are electing them because of their policies but you're also electing the person so yeah. we should look at that as well as what they're trying to bring to the table and I don't think the voters of Texas looked at that. I think they looked at an R and a D, and they decided who their attorney general should be on that instead of the fact that he was fined $1,000 yeah. for breaking the law in May and then was voted in in November. I think in light of all elections that are coming up, because we have city council mm -hmm. elections coming up here in San Marcos in November, that all people should definitely become acquainted with the candidates. Um, it's more like you just reiterating what you just said. It's more than just... Already, especially in that now that we're in the off year and we're probably not going to see a lot of people come to the yeah. polls. It's just it's like specifically um, important to get to know these. Not that you can actually you know like get sit down them, with yeah. them and you know chat like we are doing right here, but I think there's some intuition also involved in picking a candidate that you want to vote for. But um, I just. It, again, it's just important to reiterate <laughs> the irony of the situation because yes. uh, when the the floods were happening and San Marcos PD was having a bunch of press conferences, like they were having almost like two a day, and I was covering them. And Ken Paxton at one point came, and this was actually probably one of the the later ones, and it was in June. And he came, ironically, <laughs> to warn the people of San Marcos about fraudulent contractors and services that were coming to people's doors about home repairs and like pretending to be FEMA representatives and just wanting to get information and take advantage of these poor people that have just mm -hmm. had their homes destroyed and their livelihoods just completely altered. And here he is, you know, I have him like quote unquote saying that you should be careful of these contractors, be wary, know that the attorney, I think how many, Oh, the Attorney General's office had received eight complaints for overpriced services, and this was mainly in the Houston area, and he talks about how um, the majority of the services related to towing in the Houston area, how, like, if your car got caught in the flood, the towing services would cost, like, charge you maybe, like, $300, $400 to tow your car when normally would maybe, I'm not sure what, I'm just ballparking it yeah. here, but <laughs> stuff like that, and, you know, he again indicted on a grand jury on two counts of first degree security frauds did you maybe have anything you wanted to add on it or well it's just i think the most ironic thing that the top law enforcement official broke the law it's kind of like saying the greenpeace 
president, I don't know who was in charge of Greenpeace, was just dumping some oil in the ocean well, for fun. Well, actually, no, it's like <laughs> the, the whole EPA with the Colorado River. Yeah. That, that's a little ironic, just, too. You need to... He, like, broke his oath of office. He's not uphold... Well, he might still uphold the law, but, like, he broke the law yeah. he swore to uphold, and that's just super funny. At the same time, should the <laughs> and sad. public maybe forgive him, maybe at least tear no. him out on any... I think he should resign, and then if he feels so inclined, he should run again next election. I think it's four years. And then if we want him again, we'll vote him in again, but I think he should resign immediately. Do you and spare us the... We Let's get a new <laughs> attorney general in there that hasn't... That won't be in a courtroom for yeah. all day. Do you, have any recomm- days. do you have any recommendations, Jeffrey? Well, I personally think <laughs> it should be the Democratic nomination for Attorney General, um, Mr. Sam Houston, from 2014. But other than that, not necessarily. No, I think it should be a Democrat, but I'm a little biased. <laughs> Just slightly biased. Just slightly. Um, I mean, that was really all we had to discuss for today. I don't know if you wanted to add anything else. No. Or we have the quote of the week. We do have the quote of the week, and it is by Mr. Ken Paxton himself from this lovely little brief I wrote. Um, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Ken Paxton himself. Ken Paxton, <laughs> Attorney General. <laughs> Dropping the mic right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, thank you guys for listening to our first episode of Capital Desk. Um, we hope to see you next time, and we hope to keep dragon public officials um we also wanted to do some more city council coverage and we're hoping to bring in some of the candidates in have some one-on-ones maybe even incorporate some video to it um so we're working on that let you get to know them yeah and actually have an opinion do our part do our part as a media outlet and get the information out there um but we'll keep you posted on that and we hope you continue listening filing off capital desk i'm your host alexis barris and i'm your co-host jeffrey bradshaw thank you for listening